Welcome, welcome, welcome. Once again, it is another edition of Wear Bear. And it's all about you today, you, your family, and we want to know how you feeling. This is your wellness check from the Welfare Group and from the ARC Family Ministries Group. And we are here to check on you and to see how you're doing. Welfare, if you don't know it, means your well-being. Forget about all those other definitions and terms you heard. It means your well-being are those things that we have come to know welfare as. So we want to know how you're doing. How well are you today? If you're sick, if there's anything wrong, we want to fix it. We want to talk to you. We want to hear from you. We want to do what we can to let you know that there's a Savior. That what we cannot fix, He can fix in the mighty name of Jesus. So welcome. Ekale. A call song to my Nigerian family. I'm glad to have you with us today. Um, to all the Americans with us today, we say welcome, welcome, welcome. And this week we have, boy, we have we've we've got a subject for you. We've got a topic to deal with today. It is a wellness check that a lot of people don't want to do, but we're gonna address it today. And our topic today is yes. We know you're getting your money, but how are you feeling? How are you feeling? We want to know how you're feeling today. We heard you. You're getting your money, but but really, 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 how are you feeling? And you say, what in the world, Apostle, is that? I am your host, Apostle Ann Kalawali, and I am your host for today. Um, uh, that topic, I know you're wondering what it is, but just hold on, and we're going to get into it, and we're going to break it down, and we're definitely going to do a wellness check on a part of a group of society that definitely needs a wellness check in this very hour and in these last days. Um, anyway... I have the pleasure, me and my husband, of having our handsome, our well-grooming, our, our already highly intelligent uh, baby son with us. He is the baby of the family at this current time. And he has said to us, Mommy, um, I'm going to come and I'm going to come and help out on this show this week. So without further ado, everybody, please welcome my son, uh, Michael, to the show. Michael? You have the floor. Hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to say, all I just want to say is that it is good to always follow Christ. Uh-huh. Michael, if you don't follow Christ, you are what? A big fat loser. Uh-huh. If you don't follow Christ, what else are you? You are like a fufu without soup, and you are useless. Ah, <laughs> uh, and if you don't follow Christ, what else are you? A big pile of trap dumps at the middle of the road. <laughs> bless God, bless God, everybody. And now we have it for sure. That's my son Michael telling us 
what we are if we don't have Christ in our life. And so we know we all need to know him. We need to follow him. Uh, Michael, sweetheart, I'm going to ask you, will you do a prayer before you leave the show? Okay, Mom. Father, Lord. Father, Lord, use this show and guide us and protect us and bless our family. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. We thank you for being with us on the show, Michael. And many blessings to you, my son. And may God bless you. If you all will give us a moment, we'll be right back. Amen, 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 and we are definitely back. Um, it is definitely time to get into another portion of the show. Again, this is this week's uh, edition of Warfare. This is episode four, and our title today is Yes, you're getting your money, but how are you feeling? Really, we want to know how you're feeling today. You say again, Apostle, what is this that what kind of topic is is that you know and of course we're going to get into it in just a little bit but you all know we never 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 can start the show without doing our housekeeping uh we have some housekeeping that we need to attend to at the very beginning of the show my crew gets together and they get together and compose what they call the one million dollar questions list it is a set of questions that i must answer at the beginning of every every show so this week's show is no exception so here we go question number one says apostle k is the comment made by the character Eddie in the American 2002 film, The Barbershop, that all Rosa Parks did was sit her behind down on the bus for American black people true? Well, I will say I have no idea. I believe, sir, whoever sent that question in, you're going to have to call Reverend Al Sharpton for that question. I would have no idea. I, I don't. I absolutely have no idea. I don't think my crew has any idea. And, and, and please, please don't make us call him. Because if we call him... <laughs> If we call him, we you might get the phone. We we I'm sure we're gonna get the phone hung up on on us. Now we we are not married to medicine. We are married to Jehovah over here. So you got the wrong people to be asking that question. Okay, so we married we married to Jehovah and we married to a dean. So 
I don't know. That's one for the Rev. Please give him a call and he can follow up on you with that answer. Maybe he knows. I don't know. All right, moving right along. Moving right along. Uh, question number two. It says, my sister. Hmm. Sounds like one of my Nigerian people. It says, my sister, you are a woman yourself. Okay. It says, apostle, I beg, in the Nigerian community, you see this problem all the time. How much booty shaking is too much booty shaking in the house of God? Hmm. Isn't that something? I would say any amount that keeps the men of God's mind off of his message and off of God. You know, I, I wish, you know what, I wish I had that clip. My husband showed me clip one time. And it was so, you know, a lot of people were passing the video around because, of course, it was humorous. But the booty shaking was so much with the sisters going around the table. The man of God was up there before he knew it. His eyes was following the booty shaking. So, please, please, I'm well aware, sir, you that sent that question in. But to all my Nigerian people, please, please be mindful what we're doing in the house of God Please, let's. We know we like to dance in the Nigerian community, but please mind what you're doing in the house of God. Amen to that. We'll leave that alone and keep on moving. All right. Question number three says, uh, Minister K. Okay. Okay, I just have to read ahead. I just want to make sure this one is not a threat. But it says, Minister K, don't act like you better than nobody. This is Cassandra. And just because God saved you, I am yet praying. She says, Is it true that Charmaine from Chicago, it says, wait a minute, let me... Is it true that Charmaine from the Chicago Ink Crew cannot successfully run a tattoo shop like her worker told her? Well, now, I don't know. But I'll tell you this. When I found out how much she was making for booth rent, I almost thought it was a good investment myself. <laughs> but God said, uh-uh. <laughs> what have I said about tattoo, Paula? I don't think so, Paula. So pump your brakes, right? Okay. Good idea, but wrong idea. All right. Okay, so we hope, uh, Cassandra, that answer your question. Simply put, I don't know, my dear. You know, I have no idea. You know, it's just like I told you before. I told someone, this is obviously, I, I, I'm sure that's that same network of love and hip-hop. And I'm going to tell you, do yourself a favor, come out from it. You know, try the own network. You can go to own. Let's see what own is talking about. You know, it might be a little bit more stable-minded for you, right? Especially if you're a child of God. All right. So let's go on to question number four. All right. And this one says, Reverend Graham. 
Reverend Graham has sent in this question. Um, he says, Apostle, we've all been down before. And you are in no position to talk about anyone. When you answer this question, it would be in your best interest to consider the feelings of other people. Okay, now. Says Reverend Graham again. He lets me know. Reverend Graham here. Apostle. Some of my lower income members are attributing the cares of their stimulus to me. I am a beginning pastor who only earns a meager salary. My wife and I cannot uphold the weight. What should we do? First of all, Tell them to cast their cares upon Jesus who care for them. Okay? And who should be the author and the finisher of their faith. Second of all, uh, let's see, Reverend Graham is the name. Second of all, Reverend Graham, I'm going to tell you when the devil go low, you go high. So you need to tell them that Jesus paid it all. Jesus paid it all. It's already done. Maybe just not from you. <laughs> maybe you and your wife can afford it. But maybe, uh, you know, which gives me another question. What position are you in? Are you a pastor or are you leading some kind of charity home or something? You know, come on now. You know, we, we know that we are um, men and women of God now. But we must now, we must properly, uh, properly divide, you know. Probably, pro- we must properly govern ourselves to what our calling is. We must properly uh, present our duties, you know, even in, in cases. So now, there's something for you to think about. But anyway, we are done with our questions for today. And we're going to keep it moving on. Enough with the foolishness and with the nonsense. Let's go and do what God does say the Lord. Amen, 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 and praise God. Okay, you all, you bear with me today. Apostle is very, very, very tired, but nevertheless, I have to do what does say the Lord, and God told me you have to get this word out. And it seemed like it has, of course, you all know most of the time we we um, record the show, we do it in the evening, and we do it earlier in the week or later, what someone said, well, earlier in the week, but nevertheless um anyway this week has just been uh it has been a busy week and so uh even being tired we're gonna go on and 
do it thus say the lord this week's uh topic is yes you are making your money okay so you're making your money you're getting your money uh whatever you want to call it but how are you feeling and then for those of you that you know have not got an understanding or even guess what that title was about um in this week's show uh was it this week or last week it's last week last week a uh, very beginning of this week i would say yeah last week going into the very beginning of this week um for those of you you know most of those most of you that know me um you may know that by trade i am in transportation and by profession i am a professor and a teacher so (laughs) i got a lot i got a lot little things going on and um uh, sometimes i'm doing trade sometimes i'm i'm working in my profession and however um at the beginning of this week uh me and my colleague uh in my trade we had a a a a situation where we were put down for a day and um we couldn't travel and so we had to be placed into a hotel um and we were placed in this hotel in florida and from the outside of it it actually looked as normal hotel and even that day when we got there, we had so much going on. I was making so many phone calls. Um, I made my business phone calls. And after I got done with my business phone calls, I started making phone calls to family and friends. And um, just to, you know, uh, get some things in order and so forth and so on. And um, I paid it no mind, actually, the evening where when we got there. Or afternoon, afternoon towards evening when we got there. We were so tired. And so we went on in, you know, got food, went on in and went to sleep. I don't think either one of us paid it any mind. Uh, the next morning when we got up, you know, as we go to the lobby, we started to see, get ready to check out. We started to see funny things. And, um, you know, the funny things we saw, we just started seeing women like, uh, uh, I mean, almost naked. I mean, almost is not even a good word. Uh, Some of them were really naked. I mean, it was like having a napkin on our body. And they would come down and they were with these men and so forth and so on. And when I met my colleague in the lobby, I said, are you seeing this? What is going on here? What did we miss? We must have been really tired. And, you know, me and my colleague... um, You know, he was telling me, he said, no, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. I I said, I hope you didn't participate in any of this activity. And, you know, and so uh, (laughs) we just made a little joke of it to him. And he made his joke back and no and everything like that because he's also uh, married and, you know, okay and all that in that capacity. And so, uh, but nevertheless... Uh, regardless of the joking, you know, the small joking, it just grieved my spirit. It grieved my heart. Um, and I, I'm sure it was the God in me that was grieved. And I said, well, what is going on here? Can I mean, I sh- surely everyone has eyes and no one is saying. And of course, if you 
understood what I was saying, the description that I just uh, gave you, you will know that I am talking uh, about none other than prostitution at one of its uh, greatest forms, I would say. Uh, and I don't know, I, I, I'm sure... I, I was going to say, I don't know if it was a conversation I had with one young lady, but I, I, I'm sure it was a mixture of that. But I, I'm sure all of it was inspired by the Holy Ghost that God said, you have to you have to uh, minister on this this week. You know, a lot of people got we got a lot of feedback about infidelity and we will get back to that. I believe we're going to have to do a second part. But this week, God says you have to minister on this this prostitution that's going on in our country, in our land. Because after talking, I, I, I did get the privilege of on the way out. My colleague went on and I saw one young lady try to skirt past me. And I said, uh, I, I had no choice but to talk to her like she was my daughter. I said, excuse me. I said, uh, 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 you know, are you from around here? She said, no. And then once I got a reply for her, I was nice and polite. But once I got a reply for her, that was it. I went into mother mode that, of course, is not my child. And I said to her, do your parents have any idea where you are? And she said, no, softly. And I said, uh, where are you from? And she said, well, I'm from Tennessee. And um, I said, and you're here in Florida? And she said, uh, she said, yes. She said, yes, I, I, I'm here. I said, well, what are you doing here? And I was talking to her in a firm capacity. And she knew, she knew, and I know it was God that, but it was the Holy Ghost that was, I was, I, I was talking to her under the umption of the Holy Ghost. But she knew, so I didn't back down, but she had no choice but to tell the truth and to respond and um she young lady finally told me that um you know she she was getting her money somebody had told her she was getting her money and i said who told you that who told you that lie and i told her you know i don't have i didn't have a lot of time i told her about a man i know called jesus and i told her a little bit about that i also gave her some information about finding a job that will lead her but after that conversation my heart um god blessed me where i could go i had some bibles i had some bibles in our unit and i didn't even know why i had picked up the bibles because of course i have enough bibles as a minister concordance and all this type of stuff but i didn't know why i had picked up the bibles um out of this place we had stopped but then i knew why because i gathered those bibles up i took them immediately back i wrote my number all this stuff and you know if these ladies need a resource and i'm gonna address that at the end of the show today um because young ladies there i'm calling you out i'm calling you out you know i'm calling you out i'm calling you out and we're gonna talk about that and not just i'm calling you out i'm calling you out under the umption of the holy ghost i'm calling you out because god has something better for you okay and so we gave those bibles and i did have a chance to minister to two more of them when i came went back in there the pimp 
was out there but i didn't care about him i was my mind was on jesus i said you know god i don't even care if i'm having my own problems uh you 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 know what the spirit of god is upon me because he has anointed me to preach and we're gonna preach it when they like it and when they don't like it we're gonna preach it when we have uh our own issues we're gonna preach it we're gonna minister but let's get into this about the the prostitution uh today okay um now the 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 first thing i want you to know about prostitution is it's a twofold fleshly event you know now there are some spiritual contexts that get involved and they go on and you know once the act and the process is being committed but i want you to know initially this is prostitution stems from to a twofold fleshly uh desire a twofold fleshly desire what is that twofold fleshly desire one you have a man uh that is desperate to lose his physical frustration and you have to have a woman that or a lady whatever you want to call her that is seeking physical gain so again, I repeat it. You have a man that is desperate to lose his physical frustration. And you have a woman who is seeking physical gain. Okay. And just just put a pin in that right there. One thing we want to talk about. We want to talk about the definition of gain. As, as we look at this. As we address this issue and we do a wellness check for these members of our society who feel like no one care about them and whatever else they got going on whatever else they've been told okay uh so gain let's talk about gain definition of gain is uh increase to increase the amount or rate of something okay that's the definition of gain and the definition of lose is to become unable to find or to get rid of okay so those are two definitions we have okay so gain increase the amount or rate of something to lose to become unable to find or get rid of something all right now i will tell you as we do a wellness check i don't have to go pull out a lot of scriptures there are some scriptures we're gonna go and use for the contextual concept today but i want to tell you first of all we don't have to pull out no whole lot of scriptures and i yes i said it using american pigeon we don't have to pull out no lot of scriptures on this thing there's one scripture in the bible and some of them some people wouldn't even use it for prostitution but i'm telling you there's a there's a scripture that gets to the root and to the heart of this thing so if you are in any if you're prostituting today if you're thinking about going and getting a prostitute today whatever it is this is a scripture that i want you to keep dear i want you to keep in your mind i want you to look it up i want you to meditate on it whatever it is that you're doing that you know is not of god that fall under the line of prostitution let's go to matthew 16 26 Let's go to Matthew 16 and 26. And it reads, For what is a man profited 
if he should gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what should a man give in exchange for his soul? Okay. One thing in this scripture, we look at this scripture today. One thing I want to point out to you, there's two points that I want we need to point out to, not just to uh, me pointing it out to you, apostle pointing it out to you. You're you're gonna point it out to yourself. One thing I want you to remember: look at the beginning of that scripture. It said, "For what is a man profited?" If he should gain, if he should gain, and I want you to say with me where you are, if he should gain, if he should gain, say that if he should gain. Now we're going to skip over a little bit of that scripture and lose and lose. I want you to say and lose. So what does it profit a man if he should gain and lose we skipped over a little bit of word but the word of god is right is right by itself but what the gist of what i want you to pull out of that first part of that scripture matthew 16 and 26 what does it profit a man if he should gain and lose what does it profit a man if he should gain and lose what does it profit in the bible man can go just it, it, it is uh it's the same thing as saying woman because when God made Adam and Eve, he didn't see, oh, this one is this one is man, this one is woman. As he said, he made them one flesh initially to start out with. So uh, uh, man is the same thing as if he's talking to a woman. So now let's say woman. So what does it profit a woman if she should gain and lose? What does it profit a woman if she should gain and lose? What does it profit a woman if she should gain and lose? What does it profit a man if he should gain and lose? What does it profit them if they should gain and lose? Okay. The first thing that we need to understand is that an act of prostitution, whether committed by the man or the male, it is an act of losing and gaining. It is an act of losing and gaining. Now, initially, when I started out, I said, "Get." I gave I gave the definition of gain and lose. Okay. When I gave the definition of gain and lose, we also put a foundation on it that is a twofold fleshly desire. We have, a, we have a lady who's seeking physical gain. And then we have a man who is desperate to lose his physical frustration. So we have, there's a need for gain. There's a need for a loss. Again, the word of God, if we go to the word of God, what, is it, what does it profit a man if he should gain and he should lose? Now watch, watch this, stay with me. All right. When I was teaching physics and when I was teaching astronomy and all the great sciences, the sciences that I like to teach that involve math, we have these things we call vector quantities. If you don't know what vector quantities are, vector quantities, you have to be careful because you can think that of uh, these type of quantities have actually gained. When we talk of quantities like velocity, displacement, when we talk of quantities like weight, when the object is moving 
or when the object is is giving a force it is easy to think that that object is gaining something but vector quantities say wait 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 a minute now wait one second just because the object is moving just because the object is has a force and acceleration does not mean that that object has actually gained if you take weight for example weight is a vector quantity what the one what is one thing we know about weight we know one thing we know about weight is that oftentimes weight involves a balance see and the balances are going to tell the balances are going to tell if actually you may think oh we've gained on this side this side is heavier but that side is that side this side is not that heavy so forth and so on so when we when we use things like that when we look at quantities like that we know it wait in oftentimes there's a situation where it seemed like one have gained but they have not gained we it look like the quantity may have with gravity we can take it the quantity look like it going up but guess what why is it coming back down because it have not gained now let's go to the word of god let's go to first corinthians we're going to go to first corinthians and we're going to add these scriptures in now we're not done with matthew 16 26 but we're going to come back to that we're going to come back to that all right so the first scripture all right there's a couple of things that you're losing in the act of prostitution okay and this is not just for the women. This is also the men that are involved. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 6 and 13. And it reads, Meats for the belly and the belly for meats. But God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Alright? So right there in first corinthians 6 and 13 that is telling us full-heartedly telling us that in the act of prostitution in the act prostitution is what prostitution is an act of fornication the only difference why do they call it prostitution because it's an exchange it's an exchange it's a twofold fleshly exchange it's a twofold fleshly desire somebody want to gain something somebody want to lose something and in the end both of them are going to end up the one that wanted to gain is going to lose the one that wanted to lose something they're going to gain and we'll see this now watch this watch this the, God's going to destroy both of them and it. So you, when you when you try to call yourself doing prostitution, whatever it is, the first thing, you're already sinning because you're committing an act of fornication. Okay? Now, on top of that act of fornication, you, you on top of the act of fornication, we're going to see that here in a little bit, the not only are you fornicating you are joining your members to someone that you know you definitely should not be joined with so it is an act is a double sin against the body you got fornication and you got prostitution let's move on because there's a point that i want to get here that i'm driving 
Alright, let's go on down to 1 Corinthians, uh, and we're just going down a little bit lower, 6 to 15 through 7. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, he saith, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord, it is one spirit. All right. So what are we losing? The first thing you lost, you lost body. We read that in 1 Corinthians 6, 13. You already done lost your body. You already done sinned against your body. So you're losing there. Now you go on down. And we end up at verse 17, and it says, but he actually, and and some of you may have not gotten it, but I want to slow down and go to 16. Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body. For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is of one spirit. So in other words, what 16 is saying, if you join to the harlot, then you have the spirit of a harlot. And yes, you too, men, you become a whore yourself. You become a whore yourself. You know, I remember when I was, oh, I don't even know how young I was, but I was stupid. And I'll be honest, I was stupid. And me and my sister, we said we met this guy um, that just kind of came into town. And, um... I ended up giving the guy a ride. He wanted to go out of state. And I ended up giving the guy a ride because I just so happened to be off of work. And my sister went with me. And I just look back on it now. You know, I'm at a point in life now. I don't mind. I don't mind admitting <laughs> I, I was dumb and stupid doing some things when I was uh, younger. And so, um, it's just like, I was like, wow, what was I thinking? But anyway, me and my sister, we gave this guy a ride all the way to like two states over. And I'm not going to, you know, name drop any states or anything like that. But like two states over because I had, I was off of work for some reason that day. And I forgot. And the guy just um kind of called and was like he needed a ride because he knew i had my own car and everything and i was kind of younger and i said well sure i'll take my sister with me and you know of course he paid for the ride me and my sister taking him you know put fuel in the car and everything like that but what we didn't know (laughs) we didn't know that we was giving a pimp a ride to check on his ladies and um i remember when we got to the state and you know just seem like a natural guy and you wonder what makes people do some things and so forth and so on and i remember when we got to the state where the guy had the young ladies at and the same type of ordeal um probably wasn't as bad as what we saw me and my colleague in orlando florida but um it was same type of ordeal and had um i don't know i don't know how many women he had in that that hotel but i know i at least counted about five and i remember one particular girl i guess she had been with him a long time or maybe i I don't know what they call it uh when the when the ladies like uh just real close to the pimp or whatever i don't know what they would call it but um she she was had been with him a long time and she came out and a white man and white gentleman had followed her and whatever and she was just bragging on what she had done and he said to us because me and my sister were looking like what's 
<laughs> what did we get ourselves into? Oh boy, you know, or whatever. Let let this let's get. But he said, I remember he said to us briefly before me and my sister got out of there. He said, um, I don't know oh, this one. I don't know what's wrong. She loves it. She loves it, and she can. And I was thinking even myself, like, why is this woman coming out bragging about such? stuff and saying all this stuff and and as he did say correctly you could tell that she liked it but I realized a little bit later on when I the more I thought about it that that was her way you know of to her receiving love apparently she probably had went through some serious serious things in her life and that's the only way she felt loved or liked or what she was gifted at so um but in a sense you know this guy was saying all this stuff and and i was looking at him and my sister like you a whore too for even doing it you know and and that's one thing we have to keep in mind you know um fellas fellas you out there you 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 talking about this lady you doing that about that lady hey if you out there and you helping to act and you you decide to go that route the bible says that when you become joined to that whore that that you a whore too and, and so you you might as you might as well check yourself before you wreck yourself. And and it's an act. If we go on down to seventeen, what a lot of people don't see is that when not only as the Bible says you become a whore, when you when the Bible says and because you say that two shall become one flesh, it's a it's 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 a a tainting of the spirit so that's at that point that's when you begin to taint your spirit because the spirit even though you're already defiling the body you're already messing up the body you you've already sinned against it when you put two together as one flesh and you join yourself to this harlot and this harlot join herself to you same thing you're both defiling your spirit okay because you're trying to you're trying to make uh two spirits one totally two different spirits and the, and actually the spirit and the bible's going to tell you the spirit is god's so you're really messing up you're really messing up when you mess with the body you mess with the spirit you're really messing up you re- and i and i pray and hope there are no saints i was getting ready to say saints <laughs> but <laughs> i hope there are no saints that's 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 doing this but if so if it's if if it be so saints when we mess with the spirit, we mess with the body, we're really messing up. So we know two. One, you're gonna lose you're gonna you're losing in your body. You're you're losing your body to sin. Okay? And second of all, you you're gonna you're losing your spirit to sin. Okay? You're losing in your spirit. You're losing your spirit to sin. Thirdly, thirdly, now let's go back to the soul. Let's go back to the soul. Matthew 16 and 26. Let's go back to the soul. Let's read that on out. Let's read that on out. For what is it a man profit if he should gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what should a man give in exchange for his soul? Ladies and gentlemen, today, I want you to remember that. I want that to be your medicine uh, any of those, especially um, to my young ladies that I met in Orlando, Florida, in that hotel, to any ladies around the world that know that they are involved in these prostitution rings, 
and they proud of it or somebody them brainwashed them and told them that they're making their money and this is all that they got in the world to do you know the devil is a liar the devil is a liar he's a big fat one and i'm here to tell you today what should a man give in exchange for his soul there's nothing that a man or a woman can give in exchange for their soul there is absolutely nothing let me share this testimony with you today while i'm hallelujah while i'm ministering to you on this today because I feel the Holy Ghost upon me now. Let me share this testimony with some of you young ladies out there. Do you know when I was 21 years old? When I was 21 years old, the enemy tried to set me up with a millionaire. He tried to set me up with a millionaire. And let me tell you something. For three years time, this millionaire took care of me, my sister, and her kids very well. Which is so funny, is it? But it was it was further on down than where we were. But it was in that same state. It was in Miami. It was in that same state of Florida. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The the what what can a man or a woman give in exchange for his soul? When I saw that this individual, I walked around with five hundred thousand dollars on me at all times. There was nothing that I wanted for me or my sister couldn't get or I couldn't get for her or her kids. But let me tell you something today, young ladies, that you out there call yourself hustling for $100, $200, $300. What can a man or a woman give in exchange for their soul? Let me tell you something. When the enemy showed me, I was raised up. Like I said, my daddy is a bishop. And when the enemy showed me stuck his head out and I saw that this individual was of the devil and I saw that this individual wanted my soul wanted my soul that I was going to have to give my soul for this million dollars let me tell you something I left million dollars I left five hundred thousand dollars I left everything and I put it in the hands of God. I put myself in the hands of God. Back in the hands of God where I belong. Because there's nothing on this earth that you can, that anyone can ever give you in exchange for your soul. What is the soul, Apostle? The soul is a spiritual and the immortal part of you. That even when this body goes, even after you done defile your body... Even after you done defile your spirit, guess what? You got a soul. And that soul has to make a decision whether it's going to go to heaven or hell. That soul has to make a decision whether it's going to live in immortal damnation or whether it's going to live in immortal paradise. You have a decision to make. You have a decision to make. You have a decision to make. What can a man give in exchange for a soul? There's nothing a man or woman can give in exchange for their soul. There's nothing the devil can give you in exchange for your soul. There's nothing he can give you. Go with me quickly. Because you know we try to do this. Wrap it up. 40 minutes. Go with me quickly to Genesis 25. 29 to 32. Go with me quickly. Any of you that have your Bible, go with me quickly to Genesis 25, 29, 
I'm tired today, but but we're gonna get this out for the Lord. Some people are being mis misled. They're being bamboozled. Let's go to Genesis real quickly. 25, 29, 32. Any of it, my young ladies, if you don't know, uh, just take your time and get to your Bible. Any new converse, just take your time and, and get to it. Don't worry. All right. And it reads. And Jacob sawed pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am the point to die, and what profit? shall this birthright do to me this is the story of jacob and esau and a lot of uh a lot of ministers bible scholars saints they already know the story for my new converts but this is the story of a man exchanging his birthright for a meal prostitution is no different here we go. Oh, this is Old Testament. This is the story of one brother selling his birthright to another another brother for a meal of food. And in the end, both of them lost. Both of both of them lost. In the end, both of them lost and both of them gained. And prostitution is no different. But in this story, one thing that you need to point out, and I don't have all the time to go into it. Here we have the brother Esau. Esau's hungry. He come from the field. And that's just how a lot of, you know, young ladies today that are prostituting, this is how they're thinking. It's not just prostituting. There are a lot of young ladies stripping. There are a lot of young ladies doing a lot of things in the pornography and so forth and so on because they're thinking, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And they don't even care if the serpent feed them. And that's a whole nother story. And I don't have time to go into it with you today. But yes. Yes. The serpent has a way of feeding you. Yes. That's it. We're not going to get into that. I'm going to keep on moving. You know, a lot of people don't even realize a lot of these professional athletes and things around. It's the serpent feeding them. And I can prove it to you. But that said that that's a point of the Antichrist. And, and I'm, we're just going to move on today. Because the apostle is not going to get deep. This show is not meant to. It's meant to be surface level. You know if you want to get with me deeper. Get with me on another level. Write in or something. And I'll be happy to talk about the word of God. Uh, with you on a deeper level. But this is the story of Esau and Jacob. And everybody knows in the, in the household of faith. About Esau and Jacob. Esau sold his birthright, which was it, birthright stand for his achievement, his accolades, his accomplishments. He sold all that to his brother over a pot of food because he was hungry at that moment. And prostitution is no different than that, young ladies. What can a man give 
in exchange for his soul that's what i'm 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 asking you i'm admonishing you and we're kind of running over time to remember today what can you give for your in exchange for your soul what can be given in exchange for it so you can't give nothing because you can't get the soul back. If, you, if you're damned to hell, you're going to hell and you stay in the hell. Once the soul leaves the body, if, if you're headed for paradise and if you're sealed, if your name is written in the Lamb's life of book, then you seal for paradise. But what can a man give in exchange for his soul? There's nothing that he can give in exchange for his soul. Um, that I want each and every one of you, you young ladies in Orlando, Florida, I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out. The apostle is tired today. And but my God, uh this is the groundbreaking, and I'm I'm believing God that He's gonna allow me to come back and touch on this some more when I have more strength in my body and more uh more alertness and awareness. But you ladies in Orlando, Florida, that uh we did have a chance to talk to that we met i'm calling you out of if you are at that land street hotel if you got some pimps in there telling you that you know good this the only way you're gonna be able to make money tell somebody the devil is a liar that's what the millionaire told me the devil is a liar and to this very day the devil is a liar the best thing you 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 um the best thing you gonna be able to make some money is is at at, at being my trophy girlfriend, ha. Huh. And maybe if you're lucky, my trophy wife. <laughs> well, he popped the question, but I got out of there. When I see the devil, I'm a bishop's daughter. When I see the devil, I run. Hmm. And I can see him coming. Okay. Anyway. Uh, there's some things I want to say to you all before we um, wrap up. If you don't know the Lord as your Savior, especially you young ladies in Orlando, Florida, uh, any of you, if you hear this, if you listen to this message, that lake, I believe it's Land Street Hotel, that hotel over there, please get away. Um, please, uh, I'm going to give you my website, HTTPS. Uh, colon backslash backslash welfare dot captivate dot fm again https colon backslash backslash welfare dot captivate captivate spell c a p t i v a t e dot fm Please send me an email. Say, Apostle, Apostle has um, some information for you about a job. You know, you're making money. You're not making no money. I can show you how to make some money. Please write in to me, um, young ladies. I don't care if you're not in Orlando, Florida, anywhere you are. Somebody got you up in a prostitution ring or something going on stripping whatever you're doing uh or whatever along those lines and you say apostle i want a better way guess what apostle has a better way i got some job information for you and it, it and it's something that i know that you all can do so um i don't care you know a lot of them say i have record i have this that and the other criminal record all this stuff it doesn't matter it's something it doesn't matter that doesn't matter it's something you can do so anyway and you will be making good money doing it so please again write me at https uh colon backslash backslash welfare uh dot captivate 
dot fm um if you need uh apostle i need a job i need to be doing something better please contact me there um if you'd like for me to send out your bible i know i had three on me at that time two excuse me two on me but if you'd like for me to send you out a bible i'd be more than happy to do that i have to send out some bibles um uh to a few people uh and i hope you're not opposed to kenneth copeland style because that's what i'm planning on uh sending out to these people um what else the book we have started men of god young men that even if you're not a man of god we have started ordering books um that book that that bishop has out that um is very helpful to young men in this time as well as uh, especially me, young men of god as well and even older men of god we have started making orders for that if you need a copy please again go to https colon backslash welfare backslash welfare dot captivate dot fm and um please let me know apostle go ahead and uh, send me a copy make sure when you email me you can send me the address send me the address to send it to so i don't have to you know either me or my staff we don't have to reach back out to you and say oh well what's your address you know send your name full name or whatever name you want it under you know i uh, alias is okay with us you know and then put put your uh put your um address and we'd be more than happy to include you in our next order of those books but we have started ordering and i really think it's i think it's the best next thing for young black men all right and um that is our time for today we're gonna go ahead and do the sinner's prayer if you want to repent of your sins and come into the household of faith and realize what can a man give in exchange for his soul there's nothing there's nothing nobody can give you in this earth in exchange for your soul because it is immortal it's the immortal part of you and it will live forever if you have realized that today come on let's do the sinner's prayer and then uh minister k He's going to take us out uh, today in our in our covering prayer. My husband, my ding, my my love. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the um, get into the the uh, the sinner's prayer. We'll give you a second or so to get yourself together. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Minister K. Minister K. Well, let's go ahead. Well, we're going to go ahead and do the, the, the uh, sinner's prayer real quick. And then we're going to have um, Minister K come on in and, and do the prayer. He is a teacher in the fivefold ministry of Christ. 
and he is a minister of God. All right, those of you that want to get to know God, uh, I need you to repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, who died and bled on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I am a sinner. Lord, I repent on this day. Lord, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my soul. Come into my life. Come into my mind. Make my world new, dear God. I give all my cares to you. I cast my cares upon you. I invite you into my life. As of this day, I consider myself a born-again Christian. Who is saved and redeemed by your blood. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. We're going to have uh, Minister K come on in and do the covering prayer for us as we close the show. Jehovah, the creator of heaven and earth, the Divine healing you have done, Father, we say thank you. For the deliverance, Father, we say thank you. Be that glorified in Jesus. That you that have had this message in this episode, as many that have been touched, as many that have given their life to Christ. Father, I that you take absolute control of their life in Jesus' name. I pray, God, that you will perfect everything that concerns them in Jesus' name. Now that given their life to Christ, they are new creatures. Because the Bible says in the book of Second Corinthians, if man be in Christ, new creature, all things are Behold, all things have become new. So by the power confirmed on me as a minister of God, I hereby pronounce you with a new life. You have a new life right now in the name of Jesus. Name of I hereby tell you people free from every spirit of prostitution. Amen. I set you free from the spirit of dog. I set you free the spirit of fornication Amen. from the spirit of adultery you free in Jesus name Jesus I have name. I pronounce divine blessing unto you I pronounce blessing unto your life financially you are blessed maritally you are blessed Amen. spiritually you are blessed your God is blessed your coming in is blessed and as the year is running to an end i pray god in his infinite mercy 
that you will not lose your life in Jesus' name. I pray you will not lose your spouse in Jesus' name. Wherever you are hearing not, I pray you will not lose your children in Jesus' name. You will not lose your job in Jesus' name. And most importantly, you will not miss heaven. You will not miss heaven. You will not be a victim of untimely death in Jesus. The protection of God will be with you. The favor of God will abide by you. You will not have any reasons to cry this year. You will not have any reasons to cry God will put laughter into your mouth. God will put smile on your feet and at that particular point of your need the over mighty name we have prayed and until the next time we say may the blessings of the lord be with you and don't forget to write to us if you need us oh to all our listeners thank you thank you so much we have had such a successful impact and we do apologize if we let you down this week we are just so tired but nevertheless we know even in being physically tired we have to go on and do what does say the Lord, and we will revive. Uh, re, we we will review this word uh, at a later time. We will add on to it and uh, and and append it. But may the word of God that went forth may it stand in the mighty name of Jesus. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you.